Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street But leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them well a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. That's right. It's the Outdoor Zone we are. Live in the bunkhouse. Hey, if my audio gets, yeah, I can hear you. We can hear you. If my audio gets too bad. I don't know why you're having the issues. I'm the one at the ranch with a coat hanger uh, hanging out the window trying to get reception. Uh, But we are back, and it is the Outdoor Zone, and uh, we're brought to you by McBride's Guns. With the way society is pounding on our rights to own guns, it's imperative we support our local gun shops, the ones we trust our constitutional rights McBride's Guns. You know they're family-owned and operated full-service firearm dealer. You know they've got a gunsmith right there on staff to help you adjust, repair, or modify your firearms. Looking for a new rifle, shotgun, or personal carry? They got it, or they can order it. McBride's Guns. You'll find them in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them 512-472-3532 or check them out online, McBride'sGuns.com, because you know, McBride's guns. They're our hometown gun shop. Hey, let me know if my audio gets too bad. I'll try and switch uh, interwebs on my end. Is it bad? No, well, it's a little right bit now. janky. It's a little bit janky, but well, I can I can switch it. I can switch it over, but it, you're going to have to take over for a minute if I do that. Oh, I'll turn no. off my. Yeah. So. So uh, what I want to talk about is I want to talk about this hunt you're on right now. So I get a picture last night, um, at dinner with Mrs. Granny and, uh, we're having this nice little dinner and I get a picture across my phone and it's deer porn. It's a oh, but don't, blood. What? don't call it that. I don't even like, <laughs> yeah, I get, that. I get photo. Fo- I get photos off of my trail cams. I get people sending me photos and I get a blood trail from you. And, uh, and I, but I didn't know, I didn't see the conclusion of it. Um, you know, you gotta be careful yes. when you're <clears throat> looking at deer pictures and you're at dinner with your wife, you don't want her to necessarily know that you're distracted and you're not participating in the conversation and uh you got to be well, acting, so acting yeah. like you're really paying attention to what she's saying and you know uh, i'm out here at the ranch at my in-laws place and uh and and we haven't had it or i haven't had a chance to come out and hunt at all yet this year and wanted to get out and 
do a little bow hunting. And so my uh, brother-in-law and my father-in-law are out here and, and uh, we've been sitting in the bow blinds and funny thing. I sit in a, uh, uh, the place where I hunt my little area or whatever. I posted a picture on the outdoor zone Facebook page just now. Uh, and in the background, you can see multiple deer stands. It's like the graveyard for like all old rotted deer stands go to where I hunt. <laughs> so in the background of the picture, you can see the game cam picture. It's like three falling down uh, deer blinds in the background. I thought that was kind of funny because, you know, after posting the picture, I realized, well, most people probably don't realize what's going on there, that it's. They just think it's a really good spot and there's a lot of people yeah. there hunting. Yeah, very popular, very popular hunting area. It's only a seven-acre so, seven hunt lease. But I posted the picture because, first, I wasn't planning on really shooting anything, you know, and I mean, unless I, it just wasn't, you know, sometimes you go out hunting and you're like, man, I want to put some meat in the freezer. Like, yeah, this is the weekend. This is the hunt I'm going to do it on or Gotta whatever. Do it. And sometimes you go out and you're just like, I'm not. I'm just going out to enjoy nature. And if something, you know, if, if the old mega buck walks through and, and we, you know, and he comes across, then I may shoot, but otherwise I'm just out here to enjoy it. And, and that's kind of the mode I was in. And, uh, it's one thing led to another basically. And, uh, and I ended up deciding to, to, uh, shoot this doe with my bow. And, uh, I draw back and I shoot this doe and this, I don't know what the deal is, but for the last, I think like three or four years in a row, the, the, I've, I've taken one deer a year for four, four or five years in a row, one deer a year with my bow. And the furthest one's run is like 40 yards. This one ran 30 yards. One of them dropped last year or the year before one of them dropped in like in its tracks, not like I spined it, like it dropped and it was just done. It was dead. It was a long shot. Well, this one, I hit a long shot and, and, uh, and she rolled, I mean, fell on the ground and rolled and then got back up and ran for about three seconds and then was done. And, uh, what broadheads are you using? That's what I mean. I'm not doing it. Like I use a three blade muzzy. Like you can buy off the shelf at any sporting goods store that grain? sells anything hundred grain, but I shoot a very slow bow because I've got bad shoulders. You know, I've got it, uh, way down. Um, and so I don't know, but it just like, if you put it in the right spot, which I, I've mistakenly done the last several years, I haven't I luckily haven't had a bad shot and uh in several years and man it's just knocks them down and so i posted a picture of the game cam caught the picture caught the picture of the post the post i the picture i posted i'm having a tongue twister this morning <laughs> the picture i posted on the outdoor zone facebook page is the deer on the ground before it got back up and ran off like after i smoked it with an arrow so anyway it's just pretty, i wonder it was how just much a wild it, scenario i wonder how much of it is instead of shooting from an elevated stand 
down yeah that you're shooting straight across and straight through you know because there's that, probably some of that there's that seems like because i mean you're you're clearly well hitting. i've also well that one that i dropped uh two years ago was on that place your little hunting place that we had uh had the privilege of hunting for oh a few yeah years. you were up in a and it was up in a tree yeah yeah that's true that's true and that deer hit the ground and didn't move again like like it like you would expect from a big rifle you know where you just right. take them out and they just don't move again like that happened with that deer and then this deer it not got knocked down like it was shot with a rifle you know mm. and it was dead in three seconds i mean three seconds after i released that arrow that deer was dead right so it's just a it i don't know what it is i i have a half a mind to take it in to the archery shop and say okay let me shoot this bow because i really 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 I'm, I'm shooting like a 17 year old bow like i really need to like get up with the times and well, you I know, don't know. Right? I think every bow hunter is trying to accomplish what you did yesterday. And exactly. You know, That's a lot of saying. guys I... a lot of guys are going back to old traditional bow. They're going backwards for so Well, a lot of guys are know. shooting like heavier arrows, heavier arrows and whatever uh, you're and doing. It's about impact. I don't <laughs> well, know. Well, and it only works I, like I can't take a 60 I feel I don't feel comfortable with my bow to take like a 60 yard shot on an elk or anything though that's the difference too well you don't do that kind of hunting. a 20 yard shot on a Texas whitetail is lethal with the bow I have maybe that's just my 20 yard whitetail bow maybe that's just what uh, I yeah maybe so I don't I know, just keep it just for that you're doing what I wish <laughs> I could do uh, everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you trust. We trust our friends over at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service, family owned and operated since 1978. Each and every person over at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do and they want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Sun Auto Service locations all around Central Texas. Our family location is the 405 West Slaughter Lane location, but there's one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 River Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway, it's 1206 Ranch Road 620. Hey, they're everywhere. They're all across the country. So go see our friends, find our friends at sunautoservice.com. Sunautoservice.com. That's where we hey, go. Yes. On the flip side we'll have the peter report but and and i also i want to conclude that whole thing that whole story like i'm not bragging i'm just trying i'm in an investigative state of trying to figure out this combo that i have for whitetail at 20 yards how and why it's so deadly so we'll With investigate 17 it more year old matthews bow right all right peter report up next it's the outdoor zone live in the buckhouse 24 7 365 at the outdoor zone.com this is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. Hey, Ty's ranch in. It's 
gets here early every week and gets the gate open, fires up the old pot belly stove. Appreciate him being here, making sure this thing works as best we can here at the Outdoor Zone. You're the regulators that tune in and share us with your friends on the podcast. Uh, we're This show is, is uh, posted on all the podcast platforms. You can just go to theoutdoorzone.com and find us there. And if you can't find us on your favorite podcast platform, let us know. But share us with your friends. Hey, the most awarded lineup of Jeeps in quality durability performance that make Jeep the number one brand in America can be yours at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. During the Nile Maxwell Supercenter's Jeep Adventure Days, the inventory keeps rolling in and the savings keep adding up. Wrangler, Gladiator, Compass, Renegade, Cherokee, even the all-new Grand Cherokee and both two- and three-row seating are awaiting you for your Jeep adventure to begin. With new Jeeps in stock and deliveries of new Jeeps on the way, no dealer in Central Texas sells more Jeeps than the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. That's why we're the number one volume sales leader in Central Texas, and nobody has more Jeeps than us, with a larger inventory and more options than anyone else in town. Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 62183 in Austin. See all the savings online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. You don't even have to be in the Central Texas area to buy a Jeep from Nile Maxwell Supercenter because you can go online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. All right, now it's time for our PETA report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. This is kind of uh, in the Central Texas area here, um, but don't be mistaken, this happens all around the country. Overcrowding at Colleen's Animal Shelter, a serious issue. Uh, and, and PETA and the, uh, the animal rights organizations are, are, they want it both ways. They don't want you to, they don't want to have to kill the, uh, the pets that come in, the strays that come in the overcrowding, uh, animals at the shelters, but, um, they also don't want them on the streets and, uh, the story is talking about the overcrowding at Colleen's animal shelter, which is a small town just outside of Austin. No kill policies may keep animal shelter statistics looking artificially appealing, but they endanger the public and fail animals in need facilities with these policies, turn animals away, leaving them on the streets where they reproduce creating even more animals with nowhere to go and die painfully from starvation, diseases, and injuries. No kill shelters also warehouse animals in cages for months, years, or the rest of their lives, causing them to sink into severe depression or become aggressive. This is a PETA press release. This is happening right now in Austin, Texas, where the public shelter has stopped accepting animals after a video went viral showing hundreds of dogs caged in a garage as they were in and as were in that inanimate objects rather than feeling feeling and sentient sentinel sentient and individuals um 
This facility has a history of warehousing and transferring and adopting out dogs with histories of biting and aggravation, resulting in an employee being attacked and hospitalized and residents, beloved animal companions being mauled to death. Yeah, we got an animal from this facility uh, several years ago and brought it home and it bit my son when he my youngest son when he was little bit him in the face twice so we took that little critter back to the dog pound and left him for some other situations he was marked as a biter and as a dangerous animal. he didn't live much longer i'm sure i don't know what ended up happening with him we uh we actually got in touch with the kinky Friedman, kinky Friedman, the musician and he, uh, and comedian, he had a, uh, dog rescue facility and I got in touch with them and they were supposed to go and get him. Did that happen? Who knows? Um, but if a dog bites once question, if a dog bites twice, bye-bye, I don't have much patience for that especially if they're biting a kid but well you would be a good employee at the uh at at the PETA centers at the PETA humane societies you'd be a great employee because you have no patience for animals apparently yes i would be but what they're doing is they're they're taking your money and they're telling you they're doing all this stuff and they're not doing anything they're taking, fo- no. they're making photo ops and videos and making you think they're doing something, but really what they're doing is they're spending money on high dollar trips and conferences and, and, uh, employee benefits while we're all out here struggling, trying to make, you know, take care of our pets and get, do the right thing. They're out there flying high on donations from people who don't understand what they're really doing with their money. Hey, anyway. uh, I thought it was interesting. This uh, story kind of reminded me of you, and it kind of falls into the Peter <laughs> Report alley. Okay, but it reminded me of you. It's on Meat Eater, uh, their website. You know, they do post a lot of articles and stuff. Uh, when we- when pondering whether to post vintage photos on the internet, heed this advice and vintage photos of of hunts. You know, you've come across all those old black and white photos of oh, man, I deer love hanging up and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, heed this advice and even skip, uh, it says to don't make claims about the time place hunters or, uh, uh, unless it's an actual family photo that, you know, all those facts on realize this on Instagram alone, you're challenging a pool of 1.3 billion fact checkers to find fault in your post. Um, it also says to choose your hashtags wisely and, you know, to, so that you're not inviting those who are just going to be there to criticize you into the conversation, make it, make it, you know, and basically make it easy for them to find these posts, right? Because you're ultimately going to be eliminated from the platform if you post the wrong photo or, if you get enough attention drawn away from you. And if you want to be on these platforms, I, I got to love hate for social media in the first place, right? Social media is a major distraction from reality. 
it's a uh, it's a tool used by the enemy to distract you from reality and what's in front of you. But it's also a great source to draw in those who may have not uh, found the outdoors, right? And so that's kind of why we use it to the degree that we use it, or at least I do, to draw in those who may be looking and searching for some better meaning in life and the outdoors may be what they're looking for. And so, uh, are part of what they're looking for. And so it's a kind of a love hate deal with the social media stuff, but I thought it was very interesting when posting your hunting and fishing pictures and stuff like that, to think about the hashtags, you know, the hashtag part is a big game of how you search and, and find different you know things on the internet and um and if you draw on the wrong crowd you're just asking for it you know when you post a picture a hunting or a fishing picture it's funny and 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 some people and some people you know some outdoorsmen and women don't even like posting pictures of your kill you know it's a uh what do they call it skin and grin or uh there's some yeah something like that yeah so. well and i posted a uh i made a post so if you listen to the show you know we operate the kids outdoor zone an outdoor hunting and fishing program for boys and i posted something uh not long ago and uh, some lady jumped on and said girls are just as good as boys and you should empower girls just like you empower boys i mean totally missing the point of who we are and what we do and why we do it you just i guess she just needed to talk a little she had some extra words for the day and just needed to use them or whatever and so she jumps on there and starts doing that and, and but some other ladies got on there and said you don't know you don't you're not you don't understand what you're saying and she tried to defend herself but it just goes on and on and on and i can see that when you if you post something and somebody gets irritated or somebody wants to you know they just i don't know i was i was in a meeting the other day and and a guy said i'm a keyboard warrior I'm, by golly i'll go in there and i'll go at them and i just thought <laughs> i don't know i just i got zero bandwidth for that you know i just yeah i don't i don't want to it spend doesn't change any, a whole lot of minds and i don't want to spend any of my of time doing that i mean i did it early on when it, when that was a thing you know yeah but now it's hey. it's it's not hey we get we're coming up to a break out true health share finding affordable top quality health care options can be tricky for the sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self-employed. But Altrua HealthShare, you know, they're a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. My family's covered by Altrua HealthShare. Uh, it's not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. Basically, members contribute each month to a membership escrow, and that eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. It's literally that easy. We're covered. I love it. My family's covered. I love having them covered. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. Altrua Health Share, where we care for one another. Armed Citizens Report up next. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the Bunkhouse 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. 
This is MLS Pro Brent Chapman. You're listening to the best outdoor show on God's green earth, the Outdoor Zone with TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak. All right, welcome back, Regulators. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yes, I'm TJ Granny. Cody Ryan's at the ranch trying to stay with us. He's pedaling as fast as he can on that bike generator. Got the foil up on the coat hanger. Is it really Didn't that bad? No, it's not really. It's not. Okay. You got me major stressed out over here. Oh, don't be stressed out. It's all good. Hey, I... We've done this show over a janky cell phone in the middle of Big Ben Park. I know, but then you got that that dang Meat Eater podcast that I listened to the other day where they're driving in a van across Alaska and they somehow get their podcast out. (laughs) They're just... Did you hear that? I mean, it's like I'm having a hard time sitting here at a ranch in Texas I'm telling and, you, Starlink uh, is your friend, dude. Hey, uh, Keystone Bank. Keystone Bank is your friend. I, I mean, both of you and I love there Keystone you Bank. Go. Both, both of us really dig Keystone Bank. We like the folks over there. We've dealt with them for years. Um, Jeff Wilkinson, the guy uh, that runs the, that started Keystone Bank. Uh, we just love yeah, this guy. You know, fourth year in a row that he's been uh chosen to be like ceo of the year or something like that did you yeah, see that at least Awards nominated deal? for fourth yeah fourth yeah nominated row, nominated yeah. It. yeah i know he's a stud he and, and the people that work for him love him we love working with him i talked to him this week and uh and he's doing some uh he was planning some stuff his son was coming home and he was planning on doing some bird hunting with him and some other stuff. And, and, uh, just, just good folks. And, uh, uh, come join the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. When you bank with Keystone, you enjoy the local relationship based service that sets us apart. That means you can call the bank and talk to somebody in the central Texas, somebody here, um, banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. So many of us are mobile right now. And if you can't get online and do your banking, it seems like a, a huge inconvenience when they have all the online banking app, uh, materials that you need learn more about, or get started with the Keystone account. You can go to one of the locations live in person at 1100, 11,500 B caves road in West Austin or 500 Pressler street in downtown Austin. Or you can go to 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Went by there the other day. It is killer, killer. I love Ballinger anyway. Um, just go to the website, keystone.bank, for all the information. Keystone.bank for all their information. And uh, now it's time for our Armed Citizens Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. From San Antonio, Texas, late Wednesday night, a man shot at a peeping Tom who was staring at his daughter through her bedroom window. Around 10.30... 
At around 10.30 p.m. that night on the northwest side of town, a young girl noticed that there was a strange man staring at her through her bedroom window. According to police, the young girl went and got her dad, who went around to the outside of the house to confront the suspect. The father told the police that the peeping Tom lunged at him with a knife, at which point he pulled out his gun and began shooting in the direction of the peeper. Police did not find anyone with the gunshot with gunshot wounds in the vicinity, even with the assistance of police helicopter aiding in the search. The father is not expected to face any charges, and the only description provided by police of the peeping Tom was that he was uh, is described as a man in his mid thirties with a beard. So, uh, if I was that dad i would have I'll done be the same shaving thing. immediately the oh, the the thing about that uh that i caught in that was um that the father uh when the guy lunged at him with the knife at which point he pulled out his gun and began shooting how come he didn't come around the corner with that thing aimed right at that guy's midsection and say this is over with lay down on your face or you're going to lay down on your back for the eternity underneath some dirt i I don't know but that's a pretty freaky and sickly situation to be in oh man you're cross you're crossing some really really those are private lines right there, man. You start poking around in my yard and, uh, yeah. and I, I think about that stuff. You know, when you live out in the country, you got to think about that. We look, we're not far off the highway and, uh, you know, we're, we think about that. We think about being prepared in case somebody wants to come kick on the door, or look in the windows. Um, Hey, uh, got a report this, this week. And it was, a it was kind of a, um, an editorial that I thought was interesting, but it said that um, for years, the FBI has been misleading us about the active shooter statistics. Um, For years, the FBI FBI has been telling the American people civilians are largely powerless to stop active shooters. They claim that armed citizens are only able to stop these attacks less than 5% of the time. But a new report from the Crime Prevention Research Center, Center, headed by Dr. John Lott, reveals this number is massively incorrect. In reality, the number of times civilians have stopped active shooters is closer to 35 percent. And in 2021, it was uh, it, it was 49.1 percent. These numbers are even higher when you exclude gun-free zones, area where guns are banned and only criminals are armed. So, I, yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I I would have guessed even higher, to be honest with you, and maybe that's just because we receive so many of the stories and, and so many of the reports. But I I mean, I, it doesn't surprise me one bit, one iota, that half uh, even a third to half of all the shootings in the world are stopped by an armed citizen that doesn't that surprised me one bit it ought to be 
ninety percent of them. But and, and how many of them? How many of them happen when somebody is is you know there's a threat and and uh, a gun owner pulls out a firearm and stops the active yeah prevented before it even before it even happens becomes news become right becomes news yeah right and and i guarantee you that's that's a ton too because i i you know i know of that happening and i i can see that happening all the time and and i was talking to some folks yesterday and i was saying man there are so many new gun owners now millions As a matter of fact i was training up a group of of uh guys to mentor boys using the outdoors through koz gr- trained up a group in uh, in texas here and the uh one of the statistics that i was talking about was that your child if you have a boy in the house if you have a kid in the house the chances of them going into somebody else's house if you don't have guns you don't want to do guns you're not doing guns no guns for my kids nothing i'm we're not going there I, the odds now of your kid going into somebody else's house that has firearms or them being around firearms is skyrocketed over the last three years since uh, since all the threats of, you know, all the new gun owners, you know, millions and millions every year, new gun owners. And uh, if your child, if you don't allow your child to understand what a firearm is and how lethal they are and you know danger danger firearm in the area or whatever any of that stuff you are just you are just setting your child up to get hurt and adults adults the same thing you know if you don't understand firearms i think you're just setting yourself up for for who knows what and uh hey let's close this thing out it's the outdoor zone live of the bunkhouse uh coming up We'll wrap this whole show up. It's the Outdoor Zone. Catch us 24-7, 365 at the I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun. Fix me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in my pickup, gave her the gas. I'm going out to catch a five-pound bag. All right, welcome now back, regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, Sunday morning, 7 to 9, or 24 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. You can catch us and uh, share the podcast with all your friends. Go back and listen to it again. Um, hey, I just want to give a shout out uh, to Texas A&M football. Whoop! Uh, they yesterday played a good game, almost beat Alabama. It was touch and go, and uh, so it was exciting. And there you go. From a uh, from a a uh, Southwest Texas Bobcat, uh, almost only go Bobcat horseshoes and hand grenades. Horseshoes and hand grenades. That's the only, <laughs> that's the only place almost counts. Uh, hey, I want to tell you about our new friends at partsview.com. That's P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. They're an online 
one-stop shop for all your boating needs. You know, they've got a podcast and a, uh, a YouTube channel that you can check out that have great maintenance tips and all kinds of information, fishing videos, all kinds of cool stuff. Parts View's mission is to help the boaters enjoy each and every day on the water. They have a full catalog of genuine OEM, uh, Yamaha, Mercury, Suzuki, Maracruiser, uh, Stern Drives, parts and products, over 200,000 products from the marine industry's leading brands. So check them out. Parts View prides themselves on great prices, fast shipping, handy maintenance kits, helpful customer service, and resources to help boaters find exactly the right products for their engines. I'm so excited to have them on board. Partsview.com, P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. Hey, do, um, they have, do they have propellers? Yeah. Can you order a propeller? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure you I can. Thought I, re- I yeah. thought I read that they have. Do you have a need? Do you have no, a need no, no, no. I just or... remember when uh, I know Beef ordered all his stuff from Parts View for his boat tune up and winter rise or whatever he was doing with it a couple of weeks ago. And then I was thinking, man, I remember when, when I had the old Mean 15 and I had to buy a prop for it and do all that stuff. And just thinking today, nowadays, you, you got to keep an extra prop around and so well that's cool man just yeah they're a little bit different than those old than those old aluminum props uh i made mine out of plywood (laughs) yeah yeah these are a little bit different little little pricier pieces of equipment on some of these boats especially the extra one i got holy cow hey i wanted to mention uh i thought this was kind of interesting and and i think we talked about it when it was constructed originally but it's i'm curious to see how it's gonna work in the long run in uh minnesota obviously drivers can be on the lookout for deer year round um but in the fall is the peak time for deer related crashes uh just because obviously they're a little more active as they try and find a little love and make new deer uh but they've got uh, they're trying to figure out a way to protect uh, the minnesota department of transportation is looking for ways to protect both deer and drivers on the road and uh last year they opened a deer crossing underpass on a highway uh highway 14 near claremont the underpass is a culvert that was already needed for expansion of the highway project, but they've they've kind of geared it in an area and a direction in a way that they're hoping the deer will use it rather than going across the highway. And uh, we'll see how the, the study goes and see if crashes in that area are limited, but kind of an interesting idea to, you know, allow wildlife to continue their normal interactions as we continue our expansion across their territory basically in a lot of ways well, right d- deer hitting deer elk bear all that kind of stuff is a huge hogs it's a huge problem and um even out here where we are i see i see skid marks in the road and dead deer on the side of the, i mean it is a real deal i, I haven't had knock on wood i haven't had to deal with it yet but uh i i wouldn't drive a truck without a brush guard on it and i worry about mrs granny driving her little suv kind of vehicle and no brush guard because i 
it's a real deal hitting them. And up there, man, those are big deer. We had some of our guys in yeah. Illinois. Some of those guys in Illinois took some boys out this weekend. Uh, guys up and doing KOZ at, in Galesburg, Illinois, and they killed some deer. Man, those deer are like 200 pounds. They're huge deer. Huge deer. So, yeah. Be good yeah, I think, if it I think works. they're bigger than that. They can get bigger yeah. than that, for sure. No, I ain't huge. It's a huge. different breed. Hey, uh, I'm going to be back in the bunkhouse next week, but uh, thank you for hanging out with me as I've been out here at the In-Laws Ranch in Rock Springs, Texas. Beautiful Sticking West deer, Texas baby. up here. Uh, yeah, that's right. Putting some meat, organic, grass-fed, free-ranging venison in the freezer. Philippians 1-3 says, I thank my God every time I mention you in my prayers. Huh. That's it. That's you. For you. You didn't Aww. even hear it. You didn't even listen. Live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan. Same place, same time next week. All right. Hey, I want to encourage you folks this week. Get the kids off the couch. Take them for a walk in the park. Show them the birds and trees. Heck, take them hunting. Take them fishing. We don't care what it is. As long as you get them in the great outdoor zone. We're all headed to church or at least i'm headed to church cody's probably headed to the deer stand i don't know beef is potentially probably going to church this morning but i want to encourage you go find a good bible-based church in your neighborhood and uh guys get off the couch get the wife and kids out to church take them for a nice buffet brunch afterwards and uh after all the doll does belong to him if you want to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church you can go to kidsoutdoorzone.com if you know of a little boy who needs a good mentor in his life Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. If you want to donate to a ministry, an outdoor ministry, an outdoor program, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. You can donate cars, trucks, cash, land. Uh, man, just your support of no kid left inside matters. Um, want to thank uh, Ty Wire for being a good ranch hand, getting everything done for us. For me, Cody, for myself, TJ Granny, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak, we just want to say thank you. And regulators, let's mount up. Country folks can Skin a buck and run a truck line, and a country boy can survive.